this is the Grain Farmers of Ontario special post-June 30th USDA Market Trends Report. It can be an explosive time in the grain markets. Across the greater U.S. Corn Belt, corn, soybeans, and wheat are showing great variability as we head into July. Historically, the July 4th weekend has always served as a market flashpoint as crops start to develop quickly and summer weather makes its impact. The June 30th USDA planted acreage estimates and quarterly stocks report also impact the market at this critical time. And in 2017, we are here again and once again. The USDA did provide some surprises for market action. In their June 30th USDA report, many market observers were musing that U.S. soybean acres may overtake U.S. corn acres planted. However, that was not the case as USDA predicted U.S. corn planting at 90.89 million acres and U.S. soybean planting coming in at 89.51 million acres. U.S. corn acreage is down 3.11 million acres from last year, and the U.S. soybean acres was approximately 440,000 acres below pre-report estimates, but still 7% higher than last year. All wheat acreage came in at approximately 45.66 million acres, which was the lowest since USDA began keeping records in 1919. The June 30th USDA report also gives important quarterly stocks information on old crop, and the USDA pegged the June 1st quarterly corn stocks at 5.225 billion bushels, which was higher than expected, 514 million bushels higher than a year ago. However, the second quarter disappearance was 3.4 billion bushels, which was up 290 million bushels from the same time last year. The soybean quarterly ending stocks totaled 963 million bushels, which was below trade expectations, but up 11% from last year. And all wheat stocks were projected at 192 million bushels, which was 3% less than a year ago. On July 3rd, corn and wheat futures were higher than the last market trends report, and soybean futures were also higher. September corn 2017 futures were at 388 a bushel, the July 2017 soybean futures were at 970 a bushel, and the July 2000 and 17 Chicago wheat futures closed at 545 a bushel. Minneapolis September 2017 wheat futures closed at 816 a bushel with a September 2008 contract closing at 677 a bushel. The nearby oil futures as of July 3rd closed at $47.07 a barrel up from the nearby futures of last month of $45.83 a barrel. And the average price for ethanol on July 3rd in the U.S. was $1.72 a U.S. gallon, down from last month at $1.73 a U.S. gallon. The Canadian dollar noon rate on July 4th was 0.7695 U.S., up from 0.7433 U.S. reported here last month. And the Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 0.50%. Now that may change July 12th with an anticipated rate increase. In Ontario, Statistics Canada released their estimates of Ontario soybean and corn acreage June 29th, and this year they project that Ontario farmers planted 3.1 million acres of soybeans, which is up 13.5% from last year. Statistics Canada also estimated that Ontario farmers planted 2.1 million acres of corn in 2017, an increase of 4.7% from last year. In Quebec, the soybean area increased 22.5% from last year to 983,000 acres in 2017. Grain corn acreage also increased in Quebec to 939,000 acres, which represents an increase of 5.6% over the last year. Interestingly, 
Western Canadian soybean production continues to grow. Saskatchewan soybean acreage was pegged at 850,000 acres, a 254% increase over last year. Now, the Canadian dollar has been robust over the last few weeks, currently fluttering around the 77-cent U.S. Level. This is softened basis for soybeans and wheat in Ontario, and the corn basis is also softened across the province, except for eastern Ontario, where basis remains high. The crop is variable across the province as heavy rains have inundated many areas, especially east of London, Ontario, to the Quebec border. However, other areas in the deep southwestern Ontario have been seen dry conditions, and projecting yield at this point might be premature, especially considering what happened last year. Many producers would certainly welcome more heat and drier conditions. The wheat crop continues its journey toward harvest, with some fields partially harvested as of July 3rd in Essex County. Heads are turning under, and this harvest will likely ramp up in the next few weeks in southwestern Ontario. Although the wheat bases have been under pressure, increased wheat futures prices have arrived in the nick of time for many Ontario producers. And you can check out all the Ontario cash grain prices by going to the marketing section of our website. Well, the bottom line is the June 30th USDA report did live up to its billing as a major market flashpoint. The major thing that it did was dispel the market psychology of soybeans acres outstripping projected corn acres. Still, soybean acres are at record level and not as much as expected, and summer weather, especially in August, will largely determine soybean yields. Also, two soybean oil crop stocks were less than expected, helping to surge soybean prices higher by 39 cents on June 30th. The June 30th USDA report gave the market a bullish turn, but it was quickly overrun by the hot and dry weather in the northwestern U.S. plains, where the wheat crop is burning up. Market action has been positive going into Monday, July 3rd, with both corn and soybeans going up in concert with wheat. And the extended forecast is dry for the Midwest, and this is putting together a scenario for higher prices based simply on weather. It is happening despite some bearish news for corn coming out of the USDA report, which has higher quarterly stocks than expected. And this would project an ending stocks figure for old crop corn at 2.387 billion bushels, and the ending stocks use ratio would increase to 16.4%. The June 30th USDA report may have caught traders off guard with a lower soybean acreage number, but hot, dry weather has magnified it. For instance, on July 3rd, soybeans reached their highest close in three months. Non-commercial traders actually had their largest net short position in soybeans just previous to the USDA report. They were caught and much short covering was taking place. A weather market can do that, proof that nobody really knows where price will go. Now for corn, we are headed into a critical time period for corn in front of the critical pollination period for much of the U.S. Corn Belt. Key is U.S. yield, which USDA is still projecting at 170.7 bushels per acre. The crop has had difficult conditions, especially in the eastern Corn Belt this year, and there are many doubters whether that yield is there. However, it is probably still too premature to say. The run-up in the wheat market may have an effect on corn prices going forward. In the short term, wheat is likely to come out of feed rations, helping put stability in corn prices. However, the USDA quarterly stocks were negative for corn, something that should not be forgotten even if weather turns hot and dry. The July 2017-September 2017 corn future spread 
is minus 0.105 cents, which is considered bearish. Seasonally, the corn market's five-year weekly index shows the market trends down through early October, and the July contract is currently priced in the lower 36% of the market's five-year price distribution range. Now, for soybeans, the market psychology may have changed regarding soybean acres, but 2017 acres are still at a record level. If we come in at a 48 bushels per acre, Ending stocks will still be approximately 445 million bushels, a still burdensome level. And the ending stocks use ratio may be at just over 10%. Needless to say, as we turn the July 4th weekend, the script is not yet written. The soybean demand picture remains very strong, both for new crop and old crop. In fact, the Q1, Q2 soybean stocks disappearance has been at record levels. And despite the big supplies of soybeans, it is only managing to keep pace of world demand dynamics. August range usually determines soybean yield, and we're getting close to that every day. The July 2017-August 2017 soybean futures spread is currently at minus 0.0475 cents as of June 30th. This is considered neutral. Seasonally, the soybean market's five-year seasonal index shows the old crop market tends to trend down through the middle of August, and the July contract is currently in the lower 20% of the last five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, Minneapolis wheat futures simply have been on fire. The drought in the Dakotas has accentuated an already short situation created by the lowest wheat acre since 1919. The near vertical rise in these wheat futures has been slow to translate to Chicago until very recently. Prices for wheat tend to top at harvest time in short crop years, and farmers welcome the wheat futures price rise. Wheat will be buying acres this fall. In Ontario, the wheat crop is set to be harvested with some activity already taking place in early July in Essex County. Yield expectations have been tempered this spring, but hopefully that will not be the case. Heavy rains and above-normal rainfall in many parts of the province may still impact that yield picture. The run-up in futures prices have been significant for Canadian cash grains prices. But with the Canadian dollar gaining 5 cents U.S. since May 4th, cash prices have not returned to a level seen only a few weeks ago. This is the Canadian pricing conundrum and always our challenge. How do we market our grain in a market environment when the Canadian dollar and futures prices are moving in opposite directions? With the Bank of Canada expecting to raise interest rates on July 12th, that should be positive for the loonies value. Of course, the loonies' variability will affect our Ontario basis levels, especially for wheat and soybeans. At the present time, old crop corn end users have an ample supply of Ontario corn. Basis levels have dropped into July, and summer weather will impact the new crop basis levels going forward. If the 2.1 million acres predicted by Statistics Canada gets impacted by the same hot and dry present now in the northwestern U.S. Plains, look for basis changes. Looking ahead. Not only is Ontario yield important, but also projected USDA yield estimates, which will be announced in mid-July and August. Will the dry weather in the U.S. wheat country take down U.S. national corn and soybean yield, or will unexpected rainfall simply make it all a mute point? Summer price movement can redefine volatility. The wheat market is a very good example of that. It is a critical time in our marketing horizon. In fact, you could argue the time preceding and immediately after the June 30th USDA report and July 4th weekend is the most critical marketing period for corn and soybeans every year. The June 30th USDA changed the narrative. It provided many opportunities not seen in weeks just previous. The incubation of a weather market in U.S. wheat country is doing the same thing. 
For the Ontario grain farmer, standing marketing orders can help capture these opportunities. It will be an interesting summer. There will be many marketing opportunities ahead. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario special post-June 30th USDA Market Trends Commentary. My name is Philip Shaw.